AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Good morning to you. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. It is the day after Thanksgiving, which means it's Christmas season. Hope you're doing well. Um, my man Dan Byers here. You should download his podcast, I Want Your Flex. All your fantasy football needs. You'll hear him, I guess today is Friday. So you'll hear him Sunday. Sunday with George Reister um, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Jay Stu, my esteemed producer, is here. Chris Perfett on the ones and twos. Let's get after it. Um, We have this thing about Jordan Love, right? And it's interesting. When he was drafted, and I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't feel, Dan, like I'm sharing any news that hadn't previously been shared but I feel like it's gotten it's gotten minimized. When he was drafted, there were talk of it, there was talk of him creeping up in the draft. But generally, he was considered a developmental prospect, a guy who he'd only played two years of college football, one good year, one disappointing year. He had some traits they liked, but there it, it wasn't like you're going to draft a guy and plug and play him right away, like some of these guys who who are who are more ready-made prospects. So. Even when Aaron Rodgers freaked out, it was like, what's he freaking out about? They moved up to get a guy who was in the mid-20s. Obviously, they took him because they thought somebody else was going to take him. Uh, But they they moved up to get because the Packers view themselves as a franchise that we're never going to get a chance. We're like the Patriots. We're never going to draft in the top top 10, top 5. So it's too hard to move up to get one of those elite quarterbacks. This was our best chance to get a potential replacement to Aaron Rodgers, who at the time appeared to be aging. Of course, the two years after that, he went and won MVP awards. But if the, again, that year, he didn't play particularly well, and he was pushing back against the new offense. So it stands to reason that now he's sort of ready. Um, and I guess, I, I guess it's pretty obvious that he's had an inconsistent first year, which is what first years are generally like. Has your opinion of Jordan Love changed 
Grant, they could have lost last week, but he did play well against the Chargers last week. They they go and beat the Lions. They were beating him like a drum, and he three touchdowns, no interceptions. Has your opinion of the long-term status of Jordan Love changed at all? Yes. Yes, it has. And it actually has changed twice this season because I believed in Jordan Love at the beginning of the year. I believed that the Packers were going to be a playoff team, and in week one of the season, that sure looked like the case. Granted, they were playing the Bears, but they looked like they didn't miss a step. And then some hiccups here, some hiccups there. Uh, looked out at, uh, out of sort at times. I didn't believe in Green Bay. And then I got to wonder, you know, Jordan Love's been in the system for three years. We can't look at him like we would, say, uh, a rookie quarterback coming into the league this year and how we examine them. Heck, even second-year quarterbacks that we look at or third-year quarterbacks. This is year four of him in this system. And so when we're judging everyone else, we're not judging him by the same standards. And I actually had a higher standard for him. But to now see what actually has transpired basically in a week's time, Doug, because it was last Sunday and then what happened yesterday without a running game. And Aaron Jones has been hurt this year before. They've been, they've been down Jones in the backfield. To see the emergence of the wide receivers – that at a coming of age that Charles Robinson mentioned earlier, yeah, I'm back on the Jordan Love train. Well, I, I mean, I think, look, if he can be, he does not have to be Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have to be Dak, you know? I mean, if he can just be solid, remember the best thing that they did was they sign him for next year instead of the fifth-year option. They signed, I think it's like $8 million next year. And the the Packers, you know, the Aaron Rodgers money, I think, comes off the books this year. It should allow them to load up their roster and take yet. A, if if they feel like, well, he's competent, we'll go another year on this thing. And let's just see. They can build, continue to build a really good roster because their pass rush is outstanding. The wide receiving core continues to be young, some emergence, right? Obviously, Aaron Jones, when healthy, is a stud. Um, so I, I, I think it's a genius plan, but he's got to be good enough to execute that plan. I, I actually think that you're, you saying he doesn't have to be Dak. I think that's a good barometer right now for him. Like if you get to that status and again, quarterbacks, similar skill set. It's not that Jordan loves going to run, but we saw him run yesterday in a big moment and get 37 yards when the Packers needed it. You know, it's something that. Dak could do in college and if you can make that if you can in Dak at times against poor competition is played at an MVP level I don't think he's the MVP but I think that's actually a good barometer to see where he's going because it's not too different I know Dak was more of a project and was kind of thrust into the situation but I actually don't think it's a Bad comparison if you're looking at goals for Jordan Love. Uh, by the way, yesterday you and Aaron Torres had Jaden Reed on and here on Fox Sports Radio. And he said this about the difference between Jordan Love previously and in recent weeks. I don't think anything's changed. Uh, he, he's always been poised. He's always been neutral, never get too high, never get too low. Like I said, we just develop as a whole, you know. Um, everybody's figuring out their job. Everybody's doing their job better. And, you know, that, that's what you're seeing within the offense, with the, the, the development of the team. Here's uh, Jordan Love after the game talking about that first play of the 53-yarder to Christian Watson. 
I mean, I think it's just it gives you confidence, knowing exactly what you're starting with, knowing that we want to get the ball going um, <clears throat> and take a shot right off the bat. And then obviously to come out there and execute it um, and have a big, big game like that was huge. So many teams at first play, they just line up and hand the ball off. You're like, geez, you spent the whole week preparing for that? <laughs> I know. This gets the jitters out. Totally. You just, you just wonder if you're going to overthrow it. I'm not sure you can overthrow Christian Watson. But I, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I just, we get, the NFL is so well covered, it's over covered. And on any week you can watch and you can make a determination. Even right now with Jordan Love, based on the played and with the Lions, you can completely overreact. But you really kind of got to step away from it. It's the totality. And look, the, the thing with Goodenkunst is this is going to be the defining player of his tenure. Just is. You know, they traded away Aaron Rodgers. Whether Aaron Rodgers would ever play for them or not, again, it doesn't matter. Whether Aaron Rodgers was what percentage of the problem he was, it doesn't matter. They traded away Aaron Rodgers. That really happened. So the guy who they drafted to replace him that upset Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback right now. So Brian Kunikos wants this to happen, wants him to succeed, does not want to you know, push his way up to drafting in the top five or whatever. He does, does not. So there is a bias with the decision that they make moving forward. But I, I mean, like, look, you, you, you even it up at, you know, you, you start out the year poorly and you start to win some games, put together a little win streak, win a standalone game on Thanksgiving Day. Now you have kind of the quasi buy. If, if you can get into the playoffs, yeah, I, I, I think it completely changed. Everyone in that front office wins because of it. But I just, I'm cautious because, man, there, were, there was like a four-week stretch there where he was not good. He was not confident. And I understand that's the biggest part of the position that you have to have all the requisite skills, uh, both tangible and intangible. But the biggest intangible you need to have is supreme self-confidence and understanding that mistakes or you're going to screw up and you got to keep dusting yourself off and coming back. I, my, my fear with Jordan Love is what happens when they don't hit on that 53-yarder? What happens when they get behind? Does he lose that self-confidence that he's suddenly now gained? It's funny because I think that. Do you believe in signs? Do you, do you yeah, believe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I kind of do as well. I mean, not like that's like to the crazy point. Like, oh my god, there was a <laughs> oh, caterpillar. No, on but... my walk into my house, the caterpillar becomes a butterfly. It's a sign. Spring's going to be amazing. Like, not to that extent, but yeah, of course. And I, I don't know if Packer fans would even go along with me on this. But... Okay, you tell me. I'll do the Packer fan. Okay. With... Uh, the uh, <laughs> we just get my family on the phone. We can have the accent all show. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the the symbolism of the Rogers Jordan Love replacement. I I felt yesterday it was unique because one of the lasting images was last season of Aaron Rodgers Week One in Minnesota. First throw, first quarter, bomb to Christian Watson, and he drops it. Surefire touchdown. That's a good. And, that's a good. That's a good memory you got. Right, so. and and so now Rodgers doesn't trust his rookie wide receivers. At times last year, questioned their work ethic. We thought that there was maybe a little bit of you know something with Romeo Dobbs, but then later on in the year, you know Christian Watson kind of broke through. Yesterday again, you know first play out of the gate as you mentioned, and Watson catches it. 
And now you hear, you're hearing Jaden Reed say, you know, after the game, like this has all been a process. It's not only been a process for Jordan Love, it's been a process for those wide receivers as well. And the Jaden Reed touchdown that he caught, you want to talk about threading the needle. I mean, I think it went through two Lions defenders when it finally hit Reed in, into the end zone. And he was it, was it. it was that supposed to be like that? I don't know, but it's good for the story. I'll tell you that much. Like that, like it was, like like what a dime in in that scenario. And for your receiver to to catch that, those weren't balls though. Packer receivers were catching last season, and and I know Jaden Reed's new, but Christian Watson seems to be the number one there. He makes that catch this year. Makes that catch this time around, and so. When you're talking about signs and you're talking about things turning it around, they're going to have a test with the Chiefs coming up uh, next week on Sunday Night Football. So we're going to really see uh, how well Jordan Love can continue that. It seems like they're coming together. Rashawn Gary had three sacks yesterday. The lack of a defense last year is probably what hurt them more than anything in why they didn't get to the playoffs. I know we focus on that Lions game, but their defense was supposed to be a heck of a lot better than it was a year ago. Now maybe that defense is back to getting after the quarterback and doing things. Yeah, it's it's it, when when the quarterback is coming together, everything seems to come together. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? along with my fellow pro bowler, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. 
accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash Patrick right now and save netsuite.com slash Patrick. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball, and I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paulie used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite, so I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay, but just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes, not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer? Oh, I'd crack of the beer, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer, everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Doug Gottlieb and Dan Beyer. In for Dan the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. So there's a Black Friday football game. First of all, have you guys checked your email today? I mean, <laughs> loading 86 emails. Oh my gosh. Black Friday sale, 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 Black Friday sale. This is not a coupon. This is a ticket for a Black Friday sale. There's a lot of them. A lot of them. Um, anyway, so. Amazon's idea is, hey, we're going to have a Black Friday football game. Now, Amazon obviously has been very successful with their Thursday night games because they don't have Thursday night. This is the, a Friday one. And if you read some of the, the thought process, it's, hey, this takes people away from brick and mortar stores because they're on Amazon, you know, doing Amazon Prime shopping. Now they can just watch the game. Do you like the idea, Dan? I'm not as, as high on it as maybe Amazon is or others. I could do without today, honestly, to be perfectly honest. I I could go without sitting down and watching an NFL game today. Um, it is in the middle. I, what, uh, the, the weird one is it's in the middle of the day, right? It feels like if you're going to do a Black Friday, don't you have to do like first thing in the morning? Like, uh, yeah. You know, right? <laughs> like, like the Best Buy thing? Um or do it at night, but like middle of the, like smack in the middle of the day. I don't know. Now, I, I will say I actually enjoy Christmas shopping. Maybe not Black. I haven't done Black Friday. Like I used to, we used to do where you go, we'd actually do Christmas Eve and go out shopping Christmas Eve. Nobody was out. And, um, you know, you pick up a couple of things and it's, it's, it's cool to buy something meaningful for people. Uh, but, I feel like Black Friday, that's not really what's about. It's about getting something you view as on the cheap that is more expensive than it's listed, right? You get the cheapest possible way of purchasing something you normally wouldn't pay for. I don't know. Um, what do you think, Jay Stu? Do you like the idea? 
I don't. I don't like it. And I don't understand. You have to uh, go back to something for me. You're saying that the, the, the line of thinking is that people are going to be on Amazon shopping, and while they're on Amazon, they're watching the game? Is that what, what yes. you've been reading? Yes. That's a strange one. I don't. Like, my my Amazon's on my TV for the football game, and then, like, the Amazon app or whatever I'll purchase stuff on. But I, I didn't know that people were doing both. Like, hey, I could shop and watch the game at the same time. That's that's kind of a weird thing. But, no, no, I don't need the game today. For what we do for a living, we're, we're, we're already uh, un, inundated, inundated, whatever the word is, with, with football content. And it's just like, it just seems like a little gratuitous for me. Yeah, but, you know? but isn't Thanksgiving a little gratuitous? Absolutely. The third game right? on, like, on like Thanksgiving how much, was. Do you, yeah. By the way, do any of you guys want mac and cheese? Because I have a lot of mac and cheese. I have, I, have enough, I have enough to feed all of the homeless in Los Angeles, I feel like. Maybe that's a, big, a bit of an overstatement. Uh, my son and my nephew wanted to go head up as far as making mac and cheese. My son was like, dude, everybody likes Kraft mac and cheese. And I was like, you know... I know you think that, but when you actually take time and throw a bunch of really good cheeses in and you, you make like real macaroni and cheese, like it's pretty spectacular. And so he was actually dealing with his, he's, he's 14 now, his 12 year old taste buds were like, no, no, I, I, I only like, you know, so untouched. I have a, I have like a tub. I could, I think I'm going to bathe in macaroni and cheese. Is that good for you? I don't know, but I'm going to start, I'll, I'll be like a cat, like licking my own arms all day. So Thanksgiving Day is gratuitous as it is, right? We make way too much food. We eat too much. Frankly, we spend too much time around family, right? All those things uh, happen too much. I don't know. I, I, it's like uh, usually this, it, it feels like the NFL doing NFL things where, hey, there's a window we could play a game that other people have been playing games. We'll take that. And I do wonder if they ever run up against for for example, Bayer, uh Michigan, Ohio State. Like, if that game was today, you just wonder how this game would look. You know, you yeah. wonder how this game would look. It would. It would. I think it. It'd be weird to have it on a Friday, but yeah. No, I know. I'm. I'm yeah. just trying to say. Like, it feels like they're sitting there going, like, "Well, the Friday college games aren't really that. They're they're not that great. We can take that spot." Yeah, if they wanted to do it on a Saturday, I think it would be really, really weird. To your point, um, I think that the college game would take precedent on a Saturday. Right, like Iowa-Nebraska, with the over-under. Have you seen this? The the total on that game is 24.5. I can't make that up. That is the actual betting total on the game. So if people drive around like, if, if, and most people, I, I understand. I'm not trying to talk down to everybody, but just... I hope we all understand what that means. They believe Vegas believes that the line of demarcation, the most likely total points scored in that game is 24 and a half. And you know what? I kind of like the under in the game. <laughs> I just, I've watched enough Iowa football games go like, well, it's hard to score against them and they can't score. And yet they're going to win. And by the way, they're an underdog at Nebraska. Uh, Missouri, Arkansas, Texas Tech, Texas, Oregon, Oregon State tonight. That's a fun one. That, that's a fun one. Right, we'll, we'll circle back to this in, uh, in, in a little bit. Josh Lucas joins us. He's a former director of player personnel for the Chicago Bears. Uh, he joins us here on the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, 
you were the director of player personnel for the Bears when Jordan Love was drafted. What was your eval on him? Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, extremely physically talented. Um, No physical limitations with Jordan at all. Um, The ability to make off-script plays, funny body throws, all the trait stuff was first round. Um, Obviously, coming from a a lower level of competition, um, being able to play on time consistently from the pocket was going to be a big question mark. Um, But a a first-round evaluation, mostly based on his physical skill set. Um, we've talked about S2 before, and, you know, obviously he's one of the guys that didn't score very well on, on the S2, and I think a lot of teams were scared off by that uh, as as a part of the component of the evaluation. Um, and, uh, but overall, physically, he, he was it, it, you know, easy to see first-round talent. How, okay. Go, go, I was just going to say, how difficult is it to evaluate him this season, considering he's been in your building for three years, what are the challenges that Brian Gutekunst and Matt LaFleur have in deciding if he is going to be their quarterback of the future? Just You just watched the tape yesterday from this morning, watching what he did yesterday. That's high-level NFL quarterbacking. That, that was real. Like That's showing signs of life. Um, he's got to build on that. Uh, this is two weeks in a row he's played really well. He hasn't turned the ball over. He's playing on time. He's making good decisions. You saw some really special, funny body throws yesterday where he can get his arm angle down. He doesn't need his legs. He can generate velocity, and he's got arm talent. Um, some of the balls he threw yesterday were outstanding. No dumb sacks, no costly mistakes. You know, he played on time against a good defense on the road. Like, if he plays like he played yesterday, that's an easy decision. That was impressive tape from yesterday from Jordan Love. Um, okay, what about Jared Goff? Uh, he he went from wouldn't turn it over, solid, consistent, to now he's got the turnover yips a little bit. Um, I, I just I, I just feel like this is Jared Goff. Like he's, I thought that somebody made a Matt Ryan comparison earlier this year. You know, like poor man's Matt Ryan. I thought that was perfect. Um, but you know, again, we're throwing on a bad tape or a, a recent bad stretch. Where are you on Jared Goff? Exactly what you just said. He is who he is. We've seen enough of him. He, no one, no quarterback in the league is more dependent on protection than Jared Goff. And when he gets off rhythm, when he gets spooked a little bit, it is very noticeable, and it bleeds into the rest of his play. Green Bay got after them yesterday. 52, Rashawn Gary wrecked that game. He wrecked that game in the first half. Detroit playing without their starting left guard. Their backup left guard is very leaky. So you got it from the inside. You got it from the outside. Kenny Clark played really well for Green Bay. So with Goff, he's so dependent on protection. Um, and he really struggles to play off script. And that is his limitation. It will always be his limitation. That's not going to change. Um, so they need to get whole up front. Um, and, and, you know, I worry about this team if they got to go on the road, play in nasty conditions, you know, against a team that's going to be able to rush for four quarters. Like, I just, I don't trust that quarterback. I think he's good. He's not one of the top guys because of his inability to overcome, you know, leaky protection and, and not being able to play consistently in a noisy pocket. We all expect changes in Washington. 
But what do you do with Sam Howell? Like, is there enough there for a new regime to say, all right, this is our guy long-term, short-term? How do you evaluate him as the Washington quarterback? And it's, it's a good question, you know, because he, he does produce offense. You know, you saw it even yesterday. They just couldn't finish drives, but they generated offense. A lot of long drives. I don't think they went three and out yesterday. Um, you know, when you watch him, you love the moxie. You love the toughness. Um, but for me, like, there's a reason they, you know, their offensive line isn't high end by any means, but they take way more sacks than they should because he holds onto the ball. So for me, it's too inconsistent. You know, for right now, he looks to be like a, a lower tier starter. Um, I would imagine if there's changes coming, they're going to look to upgrade at that position. Josh Lucas joining us. He's a former director of player personnel with the Chicago Bears. He joins us here on the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, what about the Cowboys? Like, they, 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 they do a great job of kicking the crap out of the bad teams in the NFL. Yep. Their their season really comes down to what do they do against the Eagles coming up? What do they do in the playoffs against the Niners and the Eagles? Have you seen anything different from them preparing for those games? They're they're really talented. Obviously, you know, I, I think defensively they can they can can they can pressure consistently and they turn the ball over. Like, that is going to give them a chance. That's going to travel. So I think even when they go on the road in the playoffs, if they have to, it's going to give them a chance because of how talented they are defensively. Um, offensively, you know, it's going to come down to Dak in the fourth quarter making big plays. Like, he, you saw yesterday, like, when he's not pressured, like most NFL quarterbacks, and you're playing around as much talent as Dallas has on the roster – He's going to make throws. He's going to card you up, and he's going to produce high-end offense. You know, it's going to come down to him, you know, for Dak on the road when they're at Philly, they're playing at San Francisco. Can he overcome, you know, when when playing a defense that can disrupt them and, and create a noisy pocket? Can he make big-time plays in the fourth quarter of a game? That's what it's going to come down to. They're going to be in it because they're so talented. Um, you know, they're well-built up front on offense. they got skilled players. And defensively, they can rush the passer and turn the ball over. So, like, that that's a playoff team. Um, but have I seen anything different that makes me think that they're going to be able to overcome that stuff when they go on the road in the playoffs? I don't. I think Philly and San Francisco and those teams are too good. How would you grade Mike McCarthy's work this season? <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're beating the teams they should beat. I think offensively they're very balanced right now, and you got to give them credit for that. Dak's playing well. Like you know, if you're grading it, you know it's, they're doing what they should do. They haven't been able to win the big game on the road, obviously. Um, so you know it's it, it's a B B effort if you're grading it. You know it's not an A. They're not they're not winning the games that 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 everyone wants to see them win, but they continuously beat teams they should beat, and that you got to give them credit for that. Like that, not every NFL team is able to do that. Josh Lucas joining us here uh, on the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Josh was a former director of player personnel with the Chicago Bears. With Dan Patrick, of, in for Dan Patrick, I'm Doug Gottlieb, along with 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 Dan Beyer. Um, we we've stated that the Niners' best is better than everyone else's best when they're healthy. We're, we're, we're agreeing. Um, yes. Okay, so how do you beat them? How do you beat San Francisco? We've talked about this a lot. You know, obviously, if if they're fully healthy, 
their balance, their play calling, their talent on offense, their talent, the front four on defense now with the addition of Chase Young, and their ability. They are another team that turns the ball over a lot. They create turnovers. They don't turn it over a lot. They're a plus, maybe they have a plus 11 differential, I believe. Um, so they're towards the top of the league. They're going to be very hard to beat when they're healthy. How do you beat them? We've talked about this before. You have to figure out a way to get ahead. You got to make them play from behind and get them off rhythm and put it on Purdy. I like Purdy. He's better than people think, but we've seen when they have to play from behind, their offensive line is the one spot where they have an elite, elite left tackle, but the other four guys are just average NFL players. And when they're playing from behind and you, and they have, and they can't get the defense off balance with the run game, they're going to give up pressure and, and they're going to have to make Purdy play, you know, above create off script plays, which he can do, but can he do it at a high level? So to me, it all comes down to the beginning of the game, starting fast and making them play from behind. I, I have a question on the other sideline and it's actually in, in the other front office. Because we're less than a month removed from the Seahawks saying, all right, Leonard Williams, we're going to bring you in. We're going to give up a second-round pick. And right now, they don't even look. I don't know what a playoff team Josh looks like in the NFC um, in the bottom half of the bracket, but they don't look like a playoff team right now. What is Seattle? How can it be where a month ago they think, we need this piece to make a push, and now we don't even know if they're going to be able to make the postseason? Great question. Defensively, uh, you like what they have, and then you added another defensive lineman. They have a lot of talent up front. It is a playoff defense. On the other side of the ball, to me, two places, just my personal opinion, the people in Seattle's front office have had way more success than I've had in the, in, in the NFL and, and that I will ever have, so I'm not being critical of uh, of them, they do a very good job. But the two places to me, you don't want to be average on offense is that quarterback and on your O line, and that's where they're average. They got good backs, they got skill players. So to me, when you're when you're just average up front and you're just average at the quarterback position, you are your ceiling is limited on offense. I think they have a very average offense. It's inconsistent. It's hard to trust. Um, we saw it last night. They couldn't. They couldn't keep them in the game. They're punting constantly. They was, you know, the, I think they ran a total of 15, 16 plays in the first half. It's just not good enough. So to me, defensively, playoff team. Offensively, no. Um, so they're, you know, they're going to be a borderline wild card team. And and I don't think they're much threat to do make a lot of noise in the playoffs because they're just not good enough at the quarterback position or on their offensive line. Uh. I I still I guys I still don't know why they gave Gino twenty million dollars. Like was 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 anyone going to give him ten outside of that place? I just I don't I don't get it. I I really don't. Let, let's let's go to this weekend. Uh, Pittsburgh's going to travel to Cincinnati. They relieve Matt Canada of his duties. Right. So now it's I mean now it comes down to Kenny Pickett. Do you think Kenny Pickett is a a, a starting quarterback for the Steelers moving forward? Is he a starting quarterback moving forward? He's towards the you know the bottom half of starting quarterbacks right now. You know he's physically traits wise he's very average, and as far as processing and making off script instinctive plays, it's just it's just borderline. So like there's there's when you watch their tape, 
you know, they have more issues than just the quarterback. Uh, there's issues up front, but there's enough talent on that offense to create consistent offense, and, and they just don't do it. And a lot of it, obviously, I'm sure part of it was the OC. And to me right now, you're just looking at a, a middle-tier starting quarterback, maybe even towards the bottom. I don't see the long-term answer when I watch the Steelers tape. I, I really don't. Um, how well they get you – know, they're going to have to be really good around them, and whoever they bring in to call plays is going to have to be really good to compensate you know, for his – uh, just average nature, traits-wise and processing-wise. Uh, Josh, great stuff, man. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving um, and get ready for a great Christmas season. Really appreciate you joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Dan. All right, that's uh, my guy Josh Lucas joining us here on the Dan Patrick Show. Um, Dan, you, you got some breaking news for us? Yes, we do, Doug, and it comes from the National Football League. The Washington Commanders have fired defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio. That's according to the NFL Network. Less than 24 hours. He didn't give a ball 45 points that Dallas scored. Defense scored as well, but gave up a bunch to the Cowboys. Now Jack Del Rio out as defensive coordinator in Washington. Okay. I don't know. I mean, like, what is a defensive coordinator supposed to do when you get rid of your two defensive ends? <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe they're doing them a solid. It's like, all right, well, like, okay, so I get paid through the year? Yeah. And I don't have to go to the games? No. And I could be on the market to get another job? Yeah. And I get the weekend off? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> we're firing you as defense. Okay. You know, that's... All right, see you later. Sounds I mean, good. D- it's one of those... No one's ever done it without players, right? Granted, the best of the best have made players slightly above their level or created schemes or plays or or setups where guys can really grow. Okay, but I mean, again, what what did any reasonable person expect when you trade away two guys who and you can say that, you know, maybe they'll be overpaid. I I I don't know. It doesn't matter. Without any question, that team was built based upon their pass rush up front, their front four, and the two best of them they shipped off a couple weeks ago. And it's like and you played a way more talented team. So it doesn't excuse it, but it does explain it some. All right, we got a lot to get to here on the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. With Dan Byer, I'm Doug Gottlieb. In for Dan and the Danettes. Coming up next, uh, I think you're going to enjoy a game that Dan has prepared. More so than whatever game you played with your family last night. That's next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? I downloaded the Viator app and I set up a bunch of great experiences for me and my family to enjoy. Like, we knew we were going to Rome, so I booked a day trip, a walking tour of ancient Rome. It was absolutely fantastic. We were heading up after that to Cinque Terre. I booked a boat cruise for the day, checked out all five villages. It was absolutely gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous, uh, the captain of the boat that we were on was an absolute stud. He looked like his abs had been chiseled from the god Jupiter's own stomach. He was just an absolute piece of art. And you know what? If my wife had left me that day, uh, I would have been okay with it. Babe, you know what? You deserve happiness like that. Uh, So, fellas, just a heads up. uh, Check your captains. Uh, Anyway, I digress. Viator is a website and an app where you can book travel experiences uh, like the ones I just described. Uh, They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Feliz Navidad. Doug Gottlieb in, in for Dan the Danettes. Dan Byer alongside... And if you listen to the Doug Gottlieb Show, which you should, daily, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, foxsportsradio.com, you know that uh, at the end of our first hour, we always play a game. So I think that's what we're going to do right now. That is correct, Doug, but it is not any old game. Okay. And because we're in the second hour, we like to switch things up a little bit. Okay. Doug, it is... The second season of Hallmark or Off the Mark. Mm. And today, Doug, you will be taking on a contestant we have on the phone lines, John R. from South Pasadena, (laughs) California. (laughs) Uh, John Ramos. John Ramos. Merry Christmas, John. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, my old nemesis. John, are you ready to play Hallmark or Off the Mark? 
And I'm always ready. All right. Here's the premise of the game. We did this last year when we sat in on the Dan Patrick show. You guys just have to determine if the title and descriptions of movies that I give you is an actual movie on the Hallmark Channel this Christmas season or if it's one that's completely made up. Simple enough? Three is going to be our goal. Three is going to be our goal for this. Doug, you get this started out, all right? You just have to guess if it's Hallmark or if it's off the mark in a fake movie. Checking it twice. <laughs> Doug, is uh, checking it twice a Hallmark movie or is it off the mark? Off the mark. That is incorrect. No, it is. In fact, Doug, a journeyman hockey player falls for a real estate agent in a career crisis when he's traded to her hometown and moves into the cottage in her hockey-loving family's backyard. That is what checking it twice is all about. All right, John Ramos, you are like on serve now. Scoreless right now and Hallmark or off the mark. Twas the night after Christmas. Uh, I would say that is uh, not real. So it's off the mark. That's what oh, we're going for. I'm sorry. Off the mark, right. That is correct. Uh, if it was a Hallmark movie, Mark is willing to stay at home and watch crappy bowl games after his Christmas was a total bummer. But his buddies force him to go out, and little does he know, there was a little Christmas magic left on December 26th. <laughs> that would have been the premise of that movie. John Ramos is up by a score of one to nothing. Doug, what about Santa Paws? And not P-A-W-S, P-A-U-S-E. Santa Paws. Is that Hallmark or off the mark? P-A-U-S-E? Yes, yeah, Santa Paws. Mm, I'm going to go with Hallmark. No, I made that one up as well. But if there was a movie titled Santa Paws, P-A-U-S-E, Santa's Christmas is put on hiatus after he wrecked his sleigh and injured his foot when he crashed into Mark's home. Mark is a mechanic. He comes to the rescue to fix the sleigh and save the day by delivering the rest of the presents on Santa's route. That's what Santa Paws would have been. John, you can take a commanding... 2-0 lead on Doug Gottlieb if you get this one right. Where are you, Christmas? Is that Hallmark or is that off the mark? Where It's a question. Where are you, Christmas? I would say that is off. uh, No, I'll say that's on the mark. That is correct. John Ramos is two for two. Since he doesn't work with us at Fox Sports Radio anymore, he must be watching Hallmark movies. When 80 wishes for a year without Christmas, she wakes up in a world of black and white. She must work together with the town mechanic to restore Christmas. Man, these mechanics are finding their way into these Hallmark themes. Why does something tell me that she's going to be doing more with the mechanic than figuring out Christmas? Oh, Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll keep it clean here on the Dan Patrick Show. Doug, you got to get on the board here. I know. I'm getting slaughtered. What about what about swipe white? <laughs> swipe white. <laughs> that's that's that, that's off the mark. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. Stuck in San Diego for the holiday, McKenna's last-ditch effort to find a date before Christmas has led her to a dating app. Hesitant <laughs> at first, she agrees to meet Mark from Montana, who's ready to take her where she's never gone before, in the snow. That's, oh, yeah, that oh, sounds man. like a good one. 
Swipe white. All right, Doug is on the board, but John, you can win with this one. If you can get Christmas by design, if you can get this one correct, you will win. Otherwise, Doug will have an opportunity to even up the score. Christmas by design. I would say that's on the mark. John Ramos yes. has won. Oh. Off the mark. Starring Rebecca Dalton and Jonathan Keltz. This blockbuster debuted on Hallmark October 27th. A fashion designer gets accepted into a Christmas challenge to create a new holiday theme collection and not only finds the inspiration for her next line, but decides to redesign her approach to what's most important in life. Likely family. There it is. John Ramos, the winner. Of round one of Hallmark oh, or off oh. the mark. Wait, there's Good another Lord. there's another round? Well yeah, it comes up at eleven forty five Eastern, eight forty five Pacific. No idea. Or it doesn't have to. That's totally fine. To. John, thanks for joining us, man. Good to hear your voice. Thank you, Doug. All right. Uh, by the way, did you see this uh Mexican cartel um Cartel King was uh, arrested, and he's the one who's accused of feeding his rivals to tigers. This is also a Hallmark movie, I believe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it's the anti-Hallmark movie. <laughs> swipe white. I like the swipe white one. I'm glad I got that one right, and that you had the entire, you had the elevator pitch completely ready. And it's one where I actually think it could be made. Could be made. Wait to hear some of the others. Oh, Doug, you are in for a treat. I guess maybe we maybe we will come back to this one. We're doing Hallmark off the mark again. I'm getting the thumbs up. I'm getting the thumbs up. All right, coming up uh, next in the Dan Patrick Show with Dan Byram, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan and the Danettes. Uh, we we got to we got to discuss. We got to discuss the Dallas Cowboys. We're, we're not contractually obligated to do so, but I mean, it couldn't have set up any better for the Cowboys yesterday. Or maybe any worse. Could yesterday's commander's debacle be the worst thing to happen to the Cowboys? Give me my thoughts next to the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.